Hi, and thank you for listening to this episode of Your Greatest Work Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about an iceberg. Yes, an iceberg. We're going to talk about the tip of the iceberg, which is your course that people see. And then we're going to talk about all of the things that are underneath the waterline, the things that surround your course or the things that are inputs for your course or your program. If you want to see this in visual form and you want to read about this, I'm going to be posting an article right after this is uploaded with a visual and some more details outlining each of the components. If you're a visual person, that might be helpful for you. But enjoy this episode where we're going to cover all of the things that go around and support your online course. Oh, and I almost forgot. I'm Anya Horner. I'm the host of Your Greatest Work podcast. This is a show just for course creators and learning designers who want to create the best learning experiences possible for their audience. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, so let's talk about your course, the tip of the iceberg. This is the thing that people see. This is what we would consider the solution. And you can jump straight to solution and you can create a program or a course that you sell and you plug out and you put it out there right away. It's possible. But I want you to be cautious about this approach. There's a lot of online marketers that are selling you this idea of course or idea in produced in a day, you know, launched in a day. There's a lot of that kind of marketing out there. And I want you to be considerate that there are a lot of things that go into launching your course. So let's start with your ideal customer. So if we're considering for the purpose of this podcast that you are selling your course directly to consumers through an online platform, then you want to have a very clear picture of your ideal customer avatar. This is the person that's buying your course and also the person that's taking your course. And I will link to a worksheet that you can do to figure out your ICA. Now, you are going to consider some things like your demographics. Who are they? Where do they live? What do they do? What are their kind of likes, needs, etc.? And then you're going to do more of the psychographic work. So what is their deepest desire? What are their fears? What are the things they'd love to be able to accomplish? What are their goals and dreams and aspirations? This information is useful not only for your marketing, but also for your learner's content. And it's going to help to impact the kind of research that you're going to do. So if there are things that you don't know about your ICA, don't just make it up because I I think it's actually a lot more effective if you can create a survey, you know, use something free, um, type form or use Google, um, Google survey, Google form, sorry, that's the right term, and put out a survey to 15 people that are your ideal customer and ask them, what are your goals? What would you like to be able to do from a performance perspective? What kind of skills? Where are you at? Get them to rank where they're at currently so that you can start to see where the gaps are. That is going to inform the content for your course. If you start to see, oh, wow, okay, people actually have more tech skill gaps than I was expecting, or um, people are indicating some other kind of gap, you can create some training to support those real needs. And you're going to be way closer to your your ideal customer's um, target needs than if you were to just jump straight into solution. So I always take this extra step and do research on my ideal customer or my ideal learner before going ahead and making solution because you can save yourself a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted money developing something that's not quite right. 
All right. The second thing that you're going to do is you're going to plan out, well, it's not necessarily in this order, but another thing you need to consider as part of this under the waterline iceberg is evaluation. How are you going to evaluate not only the learner's capabilities or their improvement along the way, but also your course in general? So plan this out as you're going. Think about knowledge checks. Think about how you can support maybe a coach um, or a mentor program, or think about how if you're offering this service, you might be coaching and evaluating some sort of a behavior change or mindset shift for your learner in your program. Don't just put it out there and let them go to town. Do try to think of ways to evaluate whether they're actually learning or not. This can be really helpful too for your future marketing because you can say, you know, skill development was 40% improvement in such and such, or, um, you know, people went from here to here in their mindset. You can actually have some more tangible testimonials rather than just, I liked your course. It was awesome. People like to see results. It can help them when they're trying to think about their own personal return on the investment of this course that they're about to buy. So planning to evaluate your program um, from a learner perspective is important. And there's a couple of stages you can evaluate. Did they like it? Did they learn something? Do they know something new as a result? And also, are they demonstrating that they can do something differently? So those are three levels that you can evaluate your learner. Uh, another way that you should evaluate is your actual course. So is it doing what it's set out to do? And am I happy with it? So it's a good idea to personally look at your program and audit it or evaluate it. And also can be really helpful to have an outside perspective. So send me a message if you want me to take a look at your program, audit it and see if it's functioning as it should be, or see if there's some tweaks that can be made to improve it. I'd love to be able to help you with that. Okay, um, some other things that you need to consider as part of your course are the support that you're providing. So customer support is crucial with a program, especially online. This can be a really important way to get people to complete your program and to enjoy it and to rave about it. So think about what kind of an experience are you providing and how do you want to be able to support people as they're going through your course? Another thing that you should consider is accountability. You want to bake this into your program. Just having a Facebook group isn't really always going to cut it. A lot of people don't want to be checking in on Facebook. It's just taking up too much of their time. Some simple ways of building an accountability is if you have any group calls or office hours, it's to send your, your, um, learners an email with uh, the calendar invite so they can really easily plunk it into their calendar, save it there, and they won't forget. If it's top of mind, it'll be ready for them and they'll be much more accountable to the program. Another thing you really need to think about is the tech platform itself. So what kind of platform are you using to deliver your, your training? Is it something super simple up front, like through Notion or through email? Are you sending just links to videos or PDFs? You can start out like that. Or are you on a more sophisticated platform like LearnDash for WordPress or Kajabi or Thinkific? There's a lot of different kinds of platforms. And to be honest, there's new ones coming up every day. So if you need help navigating learning management systems or ed tech, 
give me a shout. I'd love to be able to help you because I've done this for small projects and for huge enterprise projects. So I do have a lot of experience with EdTech and learning management systems. Another thing that you should consider is your sales effort. Okay, so this is huge and I don't have a lot of content out for this yet, but I do have amazing people who do a great job at this. So if you'd like some referrals, send me a message, um, connect with me on LinkedIn or send me an email. Your sales funnel is really important to drive traffic to your program. If you make it and put it out there, people will not just definitely come. You have to create a sales engine. And this can be a bit more complicated. So unless you're awesome at this, or you're willing to put in a lot of time learning about it, um, let me connect you to somebody who can help you get through this process a lot more easily. Um, there's, you know, a whole marketing strategy that goes behind putting together um, sales content and strategy for your ideal customer avatar. So that's not just social media. That's also um, content. It's also ads. Um, oh goodness, etc. So talk about that with someone who knows what they're doing. I wouldn't say that's my strength. My strength is all about how to create amazing learning experiences that are getting results. And I can help you do that. If you'd like more information, book a discovery call with me. I'd love to be able to help you take your idea to finish product through my accelerator workshop, which is a one day where we pre-validate and test out your mark, uh, your market and your idea to see if it's ready to go, see if it's worth developing. And then I have my velocity workshop, which will help you through um, a series of activities to create um, a one-on-one experience that is going to help you get your idea all the way through to market ready product um, with literally individual support from me. This is not a group program. So to learn more about that, check out the link in my bio. And I am really grateful that you took time to listen to this today. Let me know if you have any more questions or if you'd like me to go deeper into any of these topics. I'd love to hear from you. Also consider leaving us a review and definitely subscribe so you don't miss out on any interesting topics that could really help you in your journey.